Dear, dear, <laughs> dear readers. readers, I'm Bryn. And I'm Alice. And this, and this is PH Drunk. Drunk. Obviously, we've had a lot to drink. Um, so PH Drunk is our fortnightly ish, I think that's what we're calling it now, our fortnightly ish yes. podcast where we drink to excess and discuss classic works of literature. In this case, um, not that. Um, you may have noticed. <laughs> You may have noticed, I hope you did, um, we certainly have, that uh, yes. Chris isn't with us today. She's so on sabbatical. Um, she's on sabbatical. That's yes. our fancy term for not here tonight. And um, <laughs> she thought we should carry on without her this time. Which um, was a bad decision because I mean, we yes. should not be left Honestly. unsupervised. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have discovered... That Ellis and I really need a supervisor when we start drinking. So anyway, it's been nearly um, two hours, and all we've accomplished is getting drunk. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, that is like a good goal. I so, mean, that's like half the point. <laughs> um, Chris had actually picked our next book, which was supposed to be Mary Barton by Elizabeth Gaskell. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm a little bit. I'm I'm a little bit happy to have some extra time to read Mary Barton or to listen to Mary Barton because I mean same. that shit is not light. No. It opens with a death, which is kind of fun, but there's like a can lot we, more death. So. Can we be real? The only parts we've made it through are the death <laughs> parts. And I keep thinking like I there mean, has to be something other besides somebody dying. There is. There is there's, there's a fun isn't. murder. Like, there's a fun murder made, in the middle. I'm into murder, but I haven't even made it to that yet. And I haven't like, either. I, I keep either. waiting and I it ain't happened yet. And I'm just saying maybe this is not the time. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> only handle um, so much of this shit. <laughs> okay. So speaking of not the time, yes. um, we're recording this in early June. Um, and yes. we we know that there is a lot happening in the world. We also know that other podcasts have canceled their episodes for last week. They didn't cancel this week, but last mm-hmm. week. Um, there's a lot happening. We we would like yeah. to say from the, the world podcast, is on fire. It is a dumpster yes. fire. Shit. It's a dumpster fire. Yes. It's like a like a rolling dumpster fire. It's like a dumpster fire that increases. It's like if you sat shit on velocity. Fire, literally, actual shit on fire inside of a yeah. dumpster and then shoved it down a hill. In yeah, San roll it down a hill. Just roll it. Um, <laughs> so, I just to be like clear about our personal positions, yes. um, we are in support of the Black Lives Matter movement and protests. Um, we are ecstatic that the FBI is going to reinvestigate um, the the death and, I mean, I would call it a murder of Breonna Taylor. No, it's absolutely her home. a motherfucking murder. There is no way around They just that. haven't convicted. That's the only way I haven't said it. Um, Listen, and- you're innocent until proven guilty unless you're a white fucking police officer who murdered a black <laughs> woman. And then you're yeah, fucking guilty as guilty, guilty yeah. as guilty. That's yeah. it. Um, story. We also we also would like for everyone to stay safe in the time of coronavirus and COVID nineteen, yes. and apparently now like an Ebola outbreak in the Democratic Democratic Jesus, Republic of Congo. Mary and Joseph, and Add there some are like, more to the fucking yes, shit. You're show. welcome. Um, there are also like mini earthquakes at Yellowstone, and they're thinking that it might almost be time for an eruption of that volcano, whatever the volcano that's over there. Anyway. 
we know it's a shit show. We want all the good things. Please believe we us. Also, P.S. Um, we are donating, and we with our yes, yeah. no money that we make, and also we hope yes. you are donating. And there are uh, causes that we've shared on our social media platforms that we think mm-hmm. are very important. And so, if you have time, you can look at our stories and on our. I think in our photos, maybe I don't know. I don't use all the social medias. But... Uh, so far, just our stories, but I'm assuming this episode makes it out there, and um, Chris doesn't, doesn't veto it. Go. You guys are too drunk. Stop it. Um, then yes, we will definitely make sure that we put it in our actual feed, and yes. um, we would love also more support for some of those um, like localized groups for national causes um if you were one of of the people that was thinking about donating to our patreon page or to us we ask that you know for now just put that money toward one of these really important causes Mm -hmm. toward black lives matter and changing the shit show that is our country right now yeah we have one more year of funding on our pc program and then we will stop being so good-hearted um (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're actually nice people. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, um, but in light of all this, we thought that maybe Gaskell was like, like a, like a bit much. It's like a lot. Um, it's a lot. It's a, like a lot. Like class struggle is a little too real. Yeah. Um, so. Um, it's all about that, that man keeping everybody down. <laughs> and murder. And um, death. So, so much. So we thought we might push uh, Mary Barton for one episode. Yes. Um, and. We're going to focus on some escapism. So if you're not into escapism, this is not the episode for you. If you need a break from everything that's happening, then um, please uh, pull up a drink and uh, (laughs) find a chair. (laughs) Pull up a drink and find a chair. I mean it. I mean it. I meant it the way I said it. I put that shit on a (laughs) t-shirt. Pull up a drink and find a chair. And join us to talk about pure escapism. We are not tackling anything. I mean, it's, I guess we're going to tackle a little bit of stuff, but not a little bit, a little bit, but not crazy. It's white rich people problems. That's what we're tackling. White rich people problems. So not really, not fucking really, not really. Um, (laughs) and we're also not tackling a book. Um, we're going to go full escapism um, we're not discussing the book version, but we're going to discuss three adaptations of Jane Austen's Emma. Um, I mean, like, if you want to read the book, please do. It's um, a delight of a book. I really like it. Um, Ellis apparently does not. No, I but, love it, but um, I'm just saying, like, if you, not like if you want to read the book, like, read the fucking book, man. Read the book. It's so good. <laughs> It is good, yeah. But we thought we'd, yeah, we thought we'd go with like, just just like watch some movies. So, um, we're gonna talk about um, Clueless, which is an adaptation of Emma, and the the Gwyneth Paltrow version of Emma, which was just one year after Clueless, and then also we thought we might throw in because it's so fucking fun the twenty twenty version of Emma. Yes. So that's, that's, that's what we have on the docket for today, as they say. Yes. So buckle up. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Buckle the fuck up. Okay. All right. Buckle All right. the fuck up. <laughs> Segment one. Authority. 
tea. Oh, look at that tea. T-E-A. It's not that scalding today, but okay. Yeah, well, okay. It's probably so, better that way yeah, anyway. It, it is what it is today. All right, so <laughs> we got drunk and forgot to write show notes until the last week. Well, some of us started them, but some of us got drunk instead. <laughs> okay, I won't say who was who, but yeah, favorite, I think we all know who was Your favorite was. bartender was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, oops. Okay. It's going to be great. It's going to so, be great. <laughs> authority. Um, so all of these adaptations obviously are based off of the novel by Jane Austen. If you are not familiar with Jane Austen, we're not really sure how you've managed to escape her in all of your years on this planet. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, kudos, because, like, Jesus, I don't get it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it was like a feat. Okay, but... No, please, lots of people haven't read Jane Austen. I'm not saying I haven't read, like, about reading just, like, yeah. hearing of Jane Austen. Like, mm. you have to have at least heard of Jane Austen. Okay. Listen, I ain't trying yeah. to attack our readers, but maybe. Okay, I said what I said. We're, um... <laughs> We're encouraging you to maybe take a moment to, like, use Google um, to (laughs) research our patron saint of happy endings, because that is what she's all about. She Um, is about the happy endings. So many, so many happy endings. And not that kind. Yes, that kind. So get your head out of the gutter, dear reader. No, it's definitely that kind. It's definitely that that kind. kind. No. Well, probably that kind of happy ending, but you aren't going to get that in the book. It's very Ellis-friendly. So, like, not a lot. It's like, it's like not as much longing as maybe I would like, but there is no sex, real sex. But it's maybe like, a kiss or a hand pressing. It's hinted at. It's hit, it's hinted at. It's, exactly. It's exactly how Ellis likes it, girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, Mansfield Park. There's like she has sex outside of marriage with with Henry. We're not talking about Mansfield Park, are we? No. Okay. Most famous one is probably Pride shut and up, Prejudice. Shut up. All right. Pride and Prejudice, and you don't get a lot of that. Well, I mean, I guess there's Lydia and Lydia, Willoughby. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there's like hints at out with them, but not. But it's not explicit. There's nothing explicit. It's not explicit. I mean, it's, it's all... not like Fanny Hill explicit, but no. But thank the <laughs> Lord above, dear goddess, praise be. Um, there is no Fanny Hill in this book. Um, but it is good, and it. It's like, you know, uh, should we, I don't know. Cause like I was saying like, will they, won't they? But I made my um, partner watch this with me the other night, <laughs> one of them. And he was like, this isn't even will they, won't they? This is just shut the fuck up long enough to like, figure out what's happening. You're, you're ruining it for your own self. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so basically the whole story of Emma is like, stop ruining it. Stop. Um, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> can you just make out no. instead like just stop talking and make out yeah stop ruining it do fun stuff instead <laughs> yes okay so anyway it's great you should read it you should look up jane austen she's a bad bitch and i will say mm. that as a uh as a new woman scholar she is the like original uh not new woman, but like close enough. But she started it. She kicked it off for us. We love sure, her. Sure. We love her. <laughs> um, okay, so uh Clueless was released in nineteen ninety-five and it was written and directed by Amy Heckerling. Um, she's also the person who directed Fast Times at Ridgemont High and National Lampoon's European Va- Vacation. Say words. Okay. European Vacation. 
she's great with comedy and Clueless just further proves that. Um, yeah, we'd probably Emma, be friends. We'd probably be we, friends. We would legit be friends. Like we've watched interviews with her, and like, let me tell you, we yeah. would, she could uh, okay, be a guest on the podcast. If there's Dear a Amy reason Heatherly. we should not be friends, like, please tell us now because we're about to be super invested. Oh yeah, we're so invested. Oh my god, I hope she's not a shit person. Um, I don't, I don't think so, but I hope not. Listen, she did really fucking great movies, and she's funny, and like the things that she said about why she created Clueless the way she did it are kind of genius and I love that so I hope she's not a shit person um it until we know otherwise we're gonna stay on her also if you know she's not a shit person as we believe she's not uh if she wants to be a guest or like sponsor our show oh yeah we should talk about (laughs) Clueless we should do like an entire episode okay oh my god we could little for real okay uh Emma the one starring Gwyneth Paltrow was released in 1996, just a year later. It was directed by, if you can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> they probably forgot because we're kind of distracting where we oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, so 95 was Clueless. 96, one year later for those English majors, uh, <laughs> was, was the Emma with Gwyneth Paltrow. It was directed by Douglas McGrath, a dude that got himself the fuck out of Midland, Texas. If you don't know anything about Midland, Texas, it's kind of like Hadley, Massachusetts, or Berryville, Virginia, or Nixon, Missouri, or basically any city large enough to like be known by the people who actually live there, but it's small enough that like nobody else outside of the state actually knows where the fuck it is. Anyway, so Doug was nominated for this, and we can see why. So in case you're not up on your movie trends, uh, Shakespeare in Love was two years later in 1998, and it also starred Gwyneth Paltrow. So there's a clear public wanting for old romances that are not quite believable, and Douglas McGrath figured that shit out and yeah. made that happen. Okay. And you know what? He got his coin, and we're happy for him. Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture for that year. Um, also, more importantly, Shakespeare in Love <laughs> gave Judy Dench, Dame motherfucking Judy Dench, oh, an God, Oscar. I and know. You know how long? Do you know approximately how long that bitch was in the movie as Queen Elizabeth? Five minutes and yeah. like 46 seconds or some shit. And she got a I mean, I'm not Oscar. saying that Shakespeare in Love wasn't great, and I'm not saying that Dame Judy have, Dench wasn't great, but like my, of all the movies. wedding guest book, which is not a real guest book, it's like a thing on my wall that's like an art installation my bridesmaid's mom made me, uh, has a quote from Shakespeare in Love. I like, know, I know. Everybody's legit. obsessed with it, I know. It's so fucking good. And I don't care if that's like, like whatever, all y'all people being like, oh, no, it's too mainstream. I'm into it. You do it. You I'm do into you. It. I love it. Doug McGrath <laughs> did on that shit I two saw years early. I <laughs> That's a line from the movie. <laughs> McGrath got in on that shit two years early. All right. Yes. Go. What Doug about McGrath. the third movie? Okay. So glad you asked, Brit. The 2020 <laughs> Emma was directed by Autumn DeWilde. So before Emma, she did like a fuck ton of portraits that were really cool, and you should definitely check them out online. Um, so we're not art critics, obs. Because we're English majors. We can pretend. We can pretend like we're our critics. We, listen, we <laughs> fake everything until we make it. Um, that's how we do life, really. Sure, yeah. So that's, yeah, <laughs> literature. Yeah. So although we are not art critics, we do think that the portraits are really cool and that you should check them out. And um, basically, Emma's our first film. But 
we're like down to go see like anything else that she wants to do. I mean, to based do, on really this... enjoyed this. Like if yeah, yeah like all was, we have to like we have nothing else to go on, right? Yeah. Except this one thing. And we're down. Like we're in. We'll do it. It was cool we'll as fucking shit. Pour like... us a cocktail. Mm-hmm. We'll sneak in our to-go cup of vodka, and we will enjoy the fuck out of anything she does. I mean, I'll even go to like an AMC if they're still in business and buy myself a beer and go watch Emma. Like. Oh my god, do you remember movie theaters? Yes. What even are those? Are we going to have to explain this to our children someday? (laughs) I mean, it looks like maybe. (laughs) It looks like maybe. Wait, we promised them escapism. Escapism. Let's give them escapism. Let's do it. Can you give us the Get Lit Review? Get Lit Review. We're going to pretend like we have some knowledge of the actual plot line. Um, (laughs) We do. We do. We've read Emma. We did read the fucking book. But we're not talking about the book now. We're just strictly films. Um, yeah. However, quick primer on the actual story that all these movies are trying to get to. So, yes. um, Emma was published in 1815 by Jane Austen. It was, excuse me, written by Jane Austen. If you want more publisher info, you're going to have to go find that for yourself. Um, the it's book called Google, bitch. Learn to do it. I mean, or like <laughs> Echo or like something else. Um, uh, the book follows 21-year-old Emma Woodhouse. She's described in the first line of the novel as handsome, clever, and rich. Um, she's a young lady who fancies herself a talented matchmaker for her friends. This, In fact, the story opens with her marrying off her own governess to a nice older man in the community. Uh, sadly, Emma... Which her dad is not happy yeah, about. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Uh, Emma, even though Emma is like 21 she doesn't even need a governess anyway emma is always just just like a little bit off when it comes to creating love connections and her privilege she's definitely privileged upbringing leads to several moments of growth and maturity um for her and her understanding of the world around her while there are certainly some uncomfortable growing pains for the heroine emma um on the whole it it's full of wit and humor and happy endings it's very on brand for Austin. All the good characters get yep. rewarded. All the questionable characters get punished. If you're not familiar with Emma, <laughs> I mean, we were going to say you should like pause it and read it right now, but to be, it's kind of, it's kind of long. So, um, <laughs> so like just stop and watch a movie. Sure. Yeah. Just stop. And <laughs> We've watch, given you three. Yeah. We've watch given you three, three ideas, three movies and then come back. Um, I'm guessing. Well, and I will say the one we didn't talk about. The one we didn't talk about. You have another option is the one starring Kate Beckinsale, which also came out the same year as the Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. version. We, and we we're not talking I about know. that one. And we also haven't watched that one. So like maybe you could watch that one. We're just saying we we're giving you options. I think we're gonna do like a Kate Beckinsale episode. I think we're just talk about yeah. all Kate Beckinsale. All Kate Beckinsale. I'm done. Listen, Kate Beckinsale is hot AF and I know, funny but and I, smart. She did an and Emma. Beautiful. And then she, she did an Emma. She also did a couple mm-hmm. of Shakespeare's. A couple, a few, several. And then she also did. did she? No, she did She did Much Ado, yeah. right? Okay. Which yeah. is the best because right. she's here yeah. on Much Ado. And I don't know what else she did. Fuck, Much know. Ado is very don't fun. Much Ado About Nothing, the play by William mm-hmm. Shakespeare, is a very fun yeah. play. Um, and then she also did Love and Friendship. Which is a movie, not based on the writing "Love and Friendship." It's based on the writing uh, that we now know as "Lady Susan," which is a short novella, yes. 
And it's super fun because it's Austin's only. I'm going to say that venturing out on a limb there because I hate the word only as an academic. It's her (laughs) only uh, writing novella novel where the heroine is an absolute bitch. Um, Oh, but I love her so much. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale plays (laughs) the bitch. And so it's well. so good. It's so, so good. Well. We're gonna. I think we're gonna have to have a whole Kate Beckinsale episode. So, I'm down. And also, like in the meantime, just like follow yeah. her on social media because she's a motherfucking yeah. delight. Kate Beckinsale's really fun. Um, <laughs> she stands for all the good things, and also she'll give you a little escapism and how funny she is. And like, I don't know, she's doing all the things right, and we love yeah, her. We're definitely gonna have to. Yeah. Okay. Wait, that's so Chris. Okay. We're gonna have right. Kate Beckinsale. Then um, we 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 stand yeah, Kate um, <laughs> If you want to listen to the book, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes, sometimes it helps to listen to it. Um, mm-hmm. Our favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's great for Wait, a commute. We. Great I'm just gonna say this now. We listen to enough audiobooks okay. that we have a favorite. Tis true. Reader. Oh, um, so her true. name is Elizabeth Klett. I think we've mentioned her in oh. some of the other episodes. Um, we aren't sure if it got cut in not, all of the other sure. episodes um, like basically in all of the other episodes we've yeah <laughs> so there is a version Emma is read on LibriVox which is the free audiobook app um, and website mm-hmm. by Elizabeth Klett and she is a delightful reader and we would highly recommend her read version of Jane Austen's Emma she's absolutely amazing um if you haven't if you're not familiar with librivox you can get it on android or your iphone and uh it there's a lot of times there are like for like you know big name books there are several different versions Mm -hmm. so we suggest always 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 checking who the reader is and if you can find elizabeth (laughs) pick that version we promise it's the best you don't need to go through all the other versions to figure out what we will tell you for free, which is that, I mean, I guess that's free too, but fuck that. <laughs> we will tell you, save your time, free time. Elizabeth Love version is the best. The bitch can do it. I know. She's smart. She's a Honestly, though, She knows what she's fucking talking about. She's do deep. you think, she's fucking I bet if she listens to this, she's going to think we're kind of creepy. Are we creepy? Oh, did I fangirl? I don't know. I don't know. Are we? I probably fangirl too. Did we fangirl? I think we fangirl too hard. Sorry, dear Elizabeth. Dear Elizabeth. We don't like you that much. We're we're drunk, but we're not creeps. We'll we'll walk it back if you want. It's fine. Please be our friend. We're not as weird as we sound. We've just had too much to drink. I mean, true. Also, can we pause? Okay, so we're done with this section. Yeah. We're getting ready to move mm-hmm. into our next section. But before we do that, should we tell the readers what we're drinking? Yeah, we're drinking whatever the fuck we had in our in our homes. Yes, there is no totally made up cocktail this week because we couldn't be bothered. No. We were inspired without Chris. Without Chris, we couldn't yeah. be bothered. So we decided to do whatever we could do. And um, I, Ellis, still had tons of brandy left over um, because, <laughs> because I still had brandy from the last... <laughs> From the last 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 time and then Bryn was kind enough to bring me more absolutely brandy whenever we were going to record this past but, episode yeah. and also I'm trying to like stop drinking during the week it's a fucking challenge but oh my gosh. <laughs> so 
So I let it sit. So I had all this brandy. So I'm drinking brandy and diet ginger ale with a splash of lime because I basically just replaced my normal Jameson with brandy (laughs) (laughs) and called it a drink. Uh, Bryn, what are you, what have you been drinking? Cause you've had a couple things. Tonight. Um, I started with a, um, white wine that was, mm-hmm. um, made bottled in my state. Yes. And that was actually pretty good. Yes. Except I can't drink very much white wine because I'm not a bitch. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. My, <laughs> I knew you would be. I I feel personally victimized by that. To our listeners, I only said that specifically because it would get a rise out of Ellis. I don't actually mean that in real life. Um, I only wanted to see it. Listen, I like a dry white. I'm not drinking fucking Moscato (laughs) out here, but I do. But I like do prefer if it's not a Valpicello, I prefer white. Sure. Okay. Um, and then I. I can actually only have like a glass or two of white and then and then things don't go well. So I switched to red and now I'm drinking some sort of <laughs> generic red blend that's actually pretty good. I tried in the middle there. I tried a uh-huh. red wine that was also made in the state in which we live and it was um shit on toast. Well, I was going to say so if you don't bad. say where if you don't say where, if you don't say it was made in our state, then you could say what it is and warn the people not to have it. No, I, no, because it's too specific. It would definitely give it away. Um, but it it was terrible, like like terrible, awful. Um, don't drink it. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna let wine go to waste, so like I drank it. But <laughs> <laughs> so you fucking champ. Because that's what we do. We don't quit. Yeah. I mean, I took one for the team here. Um, my partner only had like one glass of it last night, but I had the rest. I was going to say, you have another human who yeah. can drink wine in your no. house. Why didn't you dump it no, on him? No, fuck that. <laughs> he was like, no. He had like one glass and then told me he was out. And I can't let, I can't let mediocre wine go to waste. So I, anyway. Or yeah. anyone. So I drank it. it. Anyway. You're the And then I switched the to the just so you regular, know. like pretty okay red blend stuff, and here we are. So um since we can hear Good Alice times. making her drink, I'm gonna take a drink now. No, it's oh, fine. Sorry. I'm gonna pound the last of my red wine here. We're gonna go get more. Have you met can us? you take <laughs> us into pros and cons while I go get more? Sure. Okay, it's a so brand pros new segment. And cons is our it's a brand new segment. It's it's a one off. It's a one off. We're not gonna lie. So basically, we're doing pros and cons because of the unique style of this episode. Uh, we're going to tell you the pros and cons of each different version. The Emma, we're gonna call it the Gwyneth version, right? Because Gwyneth Paltrow. So the nineteen ninety six Gwyneth Paltrow version of Emma. Then we've got the uh, nineteen ninety five Clueless. We're just gonna call that clueless, and we got like 2020 Emma, which is the newest one. So we're basically gonna tell you, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of each thing. Nothing's really ugly in any of them, except maybe questionably clueless, but Bryn's oh, wrong, so clearly not. Um, so we'll get we'll get it we'll get into that. Uh, so let's start with let's start with the 1990 uh, 1996 Emma, the Gwyneth version. What are the um, pros boobs. for you? 
I mean, they love that Empire waistline. Yeah, and they had Empire waist yeah. with just like and they out. didn't even just like try out. to like keep them in check. They just like elevate. My my no. mother used to call it um, putting them on a, <laughs> on a plate. Like you, <laughs> they did. They did. Okay, so I was gonna say this. Like, so I was thinking of this earlier. There. So I that's the version I watched with my partner the other night, and. Uh, there was a scene where she gets stuck in the river and it's like she goes to lean she goes to lean over to see like what her like what's happened with the wheel of her carriage right because she's like stuck or whatever and it's legit like you don't see it but yeah they're just like out it's just straight up yeah and it's like zoomed titties in your face that's not even that scene doesn't even happen in the book that is no it's, it does not and it also does not no, happen in it's any only other there it's only there so you can seen, see um seen. one frank yeah frank like being like, gallant gonna, and to the boobs so yeah it was basically because they were like um here's some sure, gratuitous yeah. what would you <laughs> what would you say those are yeah um besides boobs um um okay so i would say I think that the actors are all really great. Um, Tony oh Collette yes. as yes. Um, Harriet is she's perfect, fucking she's genius. Perfect. And honestly, that's like honestly how I sold my partner on watching it because we love Tony Collette. Which, like, I'm a little shocked that that was no. the thing. Tony Collette is <laughs> perfect. It was in the this thing. movie, like. Tony, uh, uh, to be fair, have you ever seen anything no. Tony Collette? No, I haven't. No. I don't know. No. She's perfect. And I love her so hard. And all I want to do is be her best friend. And like, yes. like in this movie, I just like, I'm like, this is when you get like why Emma is so drawn to her and like wants to like take her under. Like, it's literally like yeah. whoever you are, you're going to be like, oh my God, I love, I love Harriet. I want to be Harriet's friend. I want to see I mean, this podcast is not sponsored by Tony Collette, but if Tony Collette wanted to sponsor us, we wouldn't turn it down. Or just be a guest, but we We also wouldn't turn down her boobs and or her hair in that situation. Mm. My partner hated her hair and was like, that's a really bad way to get a wig. (laughs) And then, and then he goes, and then he goes, Tony Collette definitely got like, she just like, She's like yes. gets better with age. Yes, like, I get what you're saying. She does. <laughs> she does. Like I still think she is beautiful, but like she legit just gets like more and more beautiful always. But she has always been so talented. Like this movie, I was it like it. I've seen Meryl at the wedding and I loved it, which was like kind of her biggest claim to fame early on. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it? Oh. Watch okay. it. Oh my god, you'll die. Uh, it gives me anxiety, but I love it. Anyway, what a recommendation! I mean, same. I can't. I can't watch like the first four seasons of The Office. No, there's that one episode of The Office with with the laptops and the college tuition, and I I can't even. I can't. I have uh, to turn it off and skip like, it. Just, I can't. Just, I can't do it. Mm. Anytime, anytime you get my yeah. older, like, prison no, that one actually, I find or, okay. like, my 
the the Michael clump or like I just can't I just can't I just can't um it's like the first three seasons those are the best it's so much anxiety I know and my partner's always like that's so stupid and I'm like "Mm." (laughs) until you know about anxiety (laughs) we're not gonna call anything stupid No, he's good. He always puts the later episodes on for me. What a nice <laughs> Whenever we're, like, went laying around watching. <laughs> I know he tries, but, like, I'm like, I can't do it. I just can't. Um, But anyway, no, so I will say, like, some things give me anxiety, but I would, like, for the most part, like, pretty much anything Tony Collette's in is, like, brilliant, and she just, it's like, she just embodies the spirit of Harriet from the novel yeah. I feel like like there's just no better there's like, not a better I, Harriet there's just yeah. no better way to no like it just can't happen so I would say the 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 pros for me are sure. like Tony Collette um it leans into sort of her like matchmaking desire early on and um I would say like this version makes Emma as sort of sympathetic as what what she mm. is in the novel, right? Like, she's obviously got flaws, yeah. but, like, she's still sympathetic. And I feel like, I will say, like, as much as I think Gwyneth Paltrow is, like, the tool of the 21st century. Um, no, of the 90s, is, Like, though. her fucking bullshit. No, but her new shit really? from the 20th century, like, 21st century oh, with her geez. goof and, like, I, I made a candle that smells like my vagina and all that. Like, she's a fucking moron. I get it. But, like, like, I can't wear but I do like her portrayal, like, of Emma, and I think that the way that the character is sort of portrayed is sort of um, very yeah. true to the yeah. novel. Like, you care about her. Like, you you genuinely, you're like, I get that you messed up, but, like, right. you genuinely care. Oh. And there's a scene, sorry, there's a scene where she insults Miss Bates, and that's, a, like, the oh, most no. heartbreaking scene ever, and of all the Emmas, like, that's the scene that I feel like in this version is the most She's also the uh, most impactful. convincing crier. Um, but we will get to that. We will mm-hmm. get to that. So, mm-hmm. cons. Cons. Yes. This Gwyneth Paltrow yes, Emma. Cons. What do you hate? I love Alan Cumming as yeah. an actor. I think he's brilliant <laughs> and delightful and I want to be friends with him. But I don't buy him I I hated character. Yeah. There's no way everyone's I hated to this Mr. Alden. I thought he was a fucking melt. I think he's like I that's not what Mr. Mm-hmm. Alden was to me in the book. I I just I don't know. I just I didn't like it. I mean, I guess I've grown up with this version of Emma, so now yeah. I can kind of picture it. But I went back and reread Austin's Emma recently and that's, that's not, not how he is. I don't know. It it just doesn't fit for me. So, I didn't like that. That's my big con. No. He was he was too sort of mm-hmm. like bumbling and like there's no way Emma would be surprised based on mm-hmm. like how he's written in this version. There's no way Emma would be surprised that he was into it. Like they make it so obvious. It's like they think that their viewers are dumb or the readers of the novel are dumb. Yeah. It's like no, like there's no way. And like also like I don't buy that people would be like fawning over yeah. him wherever he goes which is yeah. like kind of the point of his character is that like he kind of could mm-hmm. have his pick all but emma groups, basically uh, as far as as right right exactly and like i don't buy that either like it doesn't sell 
not that he's not a good actor Mm -hmm. or that he didn't do it right like it's just the way it was written i feel like it's wrong so i'm with you all right that's exactly clueless pros oh Oh, wait 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 wait. one more pro one more pro one more pro you get to hear you i mean yes anytime sign me up for that five years later he does melange what a delightful human okay um pros Mm. of clueless every fucking thing about it is a pro oh my god Paul Rudd is hot as shit Paul Rudd is still exactly the same as he was in 1995 you can't talk Paul Rudd in the 90s I mean like fuck damn you can't talk Paul Rudd in any decade ever like he's perfect pick a decade pick a century always Paul Rudd hands down I mean like swoon worthy with his little cute smirk and his and he's all Oh, Are you saying I you care about me? Oh, shit. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, too much. I it's know. too much. It's too much. I can't. So the soundtrack for Clueless is amazing. Um, we are the kids of America. It's so 90s. Like, basically, it's so like, 90s. every... It's just, like, so fucking amazing 90s music. Like, it's... It's amazing. Um, the fashion... Oh my god, the fashion. I'm obsessed with it. Like, I was a kid. <laughs> I was young. This was back in the day. Um, but I was alive. And I was just old enough. But I was like, I was like just at that age where I was like starting to think about, I mean, it's like, it, I, for me, like watching that movie, it was literally like what made me mm. start thinking about fashion. Like before that, I was sort of like whatever my mom bought for me, I wore so as a kid and like that was like that's the thing I remember of being like the first time I remember being like I want to wear a thing like that and I thought it was so cool I know I and mean, that was it yeah. like clueless and like the jeep that she like everything about it I loved it the 2020 Emma what are the pros so there's nothing mm-hmm. about it that stands out that I'm like the big sleeves I so really enjoy better. the big sleeves with the- I will say the Elton is better I would say I would say that the screens are a non-living they are, character yeah. in the novel or in the in the film, a non-living character in the film because they're just yeah, so, they make that separate room. Like, so in the beginning, they're funny. There's like they're funny the screens he hasn't carried in at important moments, and so like, <laughs> and then there's the moment where yes. he's Mr. Woodhouse, played by Bill Nye in the 2020 version, <laughs> is like sequestered <laughs> away from everybody, <laughs> and then there's the. Mr. Woodhouse calls in the screens and the the movie hints that maybe he knows that there's something going on with them. Yes, yes, yes. Um, But in the book, their engagement is still secret. Their engagement, um, Mr. Knightley yeah. and Emma Woodhouse. With his, yeah. The book, their yeah. engagement is still secret at this point, but the film yes. hints that her dad, Mr. Woodhouse, knows. It's a good handhold. It's a good handhold. It's a good press. <laughs> so good and you know i love me that hand pressing girl <laughs> i don't know it was good okay can yeah, i also just say, like, like miranda hart playing miss kate the best pro of the 2020 emma is bill knight yeah unpopular opinion can i say it can i be can this be a safe space for a moment okay i fucking love her as an actress and i will say like it mm-hmm. in call the midwife 
hands down, I just want, and even in this, like, I still love her. Like, right? Like, I love her. I think she's brilliant. There's nothing I can pinpoint about this role that, like, about her playing this role that I'm like, I don't like, because I like it. I do. I just think it doesn't do, it doesn't have the same effect. And, like, there are so many things about the 1996 Gwyneth version that I don't, that I'm, like, whatever about. But, like, this is, like... Mm the scene, the most important Miss Bates scene <laughs> in the Gwyneth version. I have no heart and feeling. Like, I do not do not get emotional. It's not a thing I do. And I got emotional. I just think, I just think, like, like, I do love her as an actress. Miranda Hart's great. Um, And I have no, yeah. I can't, like, there's nothing I can fault with her portrayal of Miss Bates. I just, personally felt <laughs> more with the one in the 1996 version however i will say bill nye as the father he he's so delightfully bill nye that like like he always is bill nye in everything but like is always a different character and i'm it's so rare to find an actor that can be so like on brand him but also embody all these different characters and like never I know. I know. make it feel like he's typecast. He's like, in all he those so Simon many different people and still be himself like, and still like so Bill Knight. Like, <laughs> like everything about it and I just I fucking adore no. him. Cons. Elton's not as good. Yeah I like the 2020 Elton better. You think Elton is yeah. as good in the 2021 as he's he's got the big sleeves and he's got the attitude than the one in Clueless okay. oh he's definitely a con category um I like the guy who plays Frank, Frank. I just like Frank Churchill like make oh like who can top you okay. you and McGregor as Frank Churchill like honestly can I see a pro though Robert Martin mm-hmm. in the 2020 is the best I love him because the show. He's in sex education. Yeah. There are two sex education people in the new 2020 Emma, and I love sex education, so I'm going to promote it because my future wife Jillian Anderson, yeah, my future wife Jillian Anderson is the star, and so obviously I'm going to promote it. And I love those two people. I will say, however, that Mrs. Elton uh, is <laughs> well delightful in the 2020. Yeah, so much more hated in the nineteen. Yep, yep. <laughs> she does this like loud I know. breathing thing where, like, while yes. she's talking, she'll be like, <laughs> "Okay, but the twenty twenty version replaces the loud breathing so, with like, the hairstyle. Oh. Like, if you imagine Princess Leia, but like, oh, it's so bad. like shittier, like a droopy princess. <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. It's so- <laughs> Yes, and it just like droops from her head, but there's like the droopy size and then the bow. It's oh, so bad. I love it so, so much. Terrible. Yes, yes. Okay, so basically, what That's I think we're all what we're saying is you're gonna have pros and cons with everything. Uh, watch them all. Just watch them all. Section four is called hot takes. So do it. Do it. Uh, let's alternate uh, these, baby. Um, who is the best Elton? Okay, okay I like the 2020 Elton because he's I the most the uh, comical creepy. Because he okay. feels uh, the most Beth real Knightley. creepy. 
Uh, I have to go first. I think it's actually the uh, <clears throat> Gwyneth Paltrow nightly. No, I changed my opinion. I changed my opinion. It's Paul Rudd. It's Paul Rudd. I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. False. It's Paul Rudd. It's you are incorrect. Okay. The correct answer is Paul motherfucking Rudd. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about Paul and Rudd. I'm sorry. If it wasn't Paul I'm Rudd, sorry. It's still, it's if I can go sister. back and edit it to make me sound correct, then I will do that. Oh, so okay. Then, okay, you were right for a second. <laughs> okay. Second place was correct. So the second best place was so nightly butt. You can't. You can't. We're gonna own it. We're gonna. Own it. We own. Yeah, our I know. Boss. No. Best Which ass is one. the best? Okay, but if we wait, wait, wait. Uh, but if you right, have but the dude in the 2020 of, Emma, it's not terrible. <laughs> the Emma adaptation. It's still <laughs> Paul motherfucking Rudd. <laughs> All right, fine. All right. It is a cute butt. No, oh, listen. Full credit. No, but Paul Red just has. You want to say they tie? Physique. I'll tie them. I'll tie them. Because we have I mean, seen Paul We Red sound butt, like terrible people in this podcast. We're not Red actually terrible delightful. people. I'm very sorry. <laughs> we have been drinking quite a bit. I don't know. I don't know. Are we over? I don't know what the line is. Eh, yeah, whatever. the the You're red wine for, for me has blurred whatever the line is. So <laughs> I'm I'm very sorry. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very sorry to Paul Rudd if you feel like we have aggressed upon your hindquarters. But um, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but also, I mean, it's pretty great. So bless the Lord for that one. <laughs> um, which who is the best Miss Bates? <laughs> Miss Bates, Miss Bates. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I would agree. Um, definitely the nineteen ninety six one file show version. I love, I love Miranda, but I just I know it is pretty funny and camp though. Like she's the, like Miss like Woodhouse all, in the, the church. It's pretty funny. Uh, I know, but that nineteen ninety six version just mm-hmm. makes you like she's so annoying that you get why Emma's annoyed with her, and she's so heartbreaking oh, no. that's perfect that, like that one like all right who's your, the best frank brilliant. churchill she's brilliant she's amazing i love her i love her disagree disagree you and mcgregor 1996 um, the Glenn dude the Hands dude up. in clueless false <laughs> christian in clueless yeah i like that they make him gay i like that he i like that we get to introduce like a gay character i think it's like really um especially in the 90s yeah. like that's well and they make of, him like, a lover of aesthetics so I, and they like, make I like him, that part of um, it but like as far super as, like, into beautiful well i already said that a lover of aesthetics they make him super into beautiful stuff and he's from chicago so they add a little bit of like mm-hmm. geographic diversity if not like ethnic diversity um and um, they like increase the their yeah. like aesthetic profile in the midst of this '90s hyper-focused LA characterization they have going. And how, yeah, like, I no, like I know, I love it so much. And the dancing and the like the '90s ska music. I love him. I was like, no, no, like. No, I'm into know. it, and I think he's great. I, I just still prefer the Owen McGregor version. Like I listen, listen, 
You have to understand I mean, sure. that I came of age on Moulin Rouge and taught me how to be a human. And so, like, I will always be, like, everything you and McGregor will okay, always fine. be thing. So, like, I don't even think I'm a fair person to pull on <laughs> Also, you get to hear him sing in this version. Oh, it's got so you. I got I'm you, fam. Mouth and I'm like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, best decor in scenes. Um, okay, best decor. Best decor. Honestly, I really like the 2020 Emma. And there's that 2020. Yeah, I know. It's so good. And, but they whoever also did that was, scene. I really like the scene where they're the outside house, the inn and they house. do the staging of the dance, but they're dancing through the chairs. Like, oh my god, it it does not get better than that for staging mm. because they have mm-hmm. like a dance between the chairs, and then like Mr. and Mrs. Weston have their moment, and it's just so delightful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so like. Every interior, hands down, is the best. Like, out of all of it, hands down is the best. Um, But, like, even the way they do the exterior is just, like, it's so Mm -hmm. beautiful. And it sort of leans into the English countryside, which, like, I appreciate because I love, obviously, England. Sure, uh, yeah. Because I was born in the wrong place. But anyway, (laughs) like, like, I appreciate that it's not shown, like... they make the weather sort of match what's happening and they do uh it's always beautiful like it always is like sort of appreciating the landscape and appreciating what's around but then it it does like these you know appreciates nature Mm -hmm. but then it does crazy shits inside which is beautiful there's the music (laughs) we didn't add a category for best music it's it's very creative and i love it maybe we should add one should we add one okay (gasps) Oh, yeah, we definitely should have one. I don't, I don't know. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But we got to specify, like, what kind of music are we going for? It's like, best soundtrack I that mean, I'm going to listen to in my car. Since we're at adaptations, I guess it's whichever one goes best with the movie. Or maybe we can just, like, broaden it and say best music of these three oh. film adaptations. And then you can make that whatever you need to make it. I really like the 2020 Emma. Okay. What is your I really response? do. Okay, can I say a thing that's not right? It feels very <laughs> Irish. It feels very like traditional Irish. I, yeah. So it's like very into it. Because like the way, like the accent of the singers is very like, it sounds Well, they have that really, like the, the minstrel like, music uh, in Irish there public. and they have so. the, I mean, it's, it's perfect. I can't think of a better way to do Emma, honestly. I'm I'm really into camp. I'm really into camp, and I can't think of a better way to do camp, well, Emma. I will say though, like the '90s version is sort of perfect for like incorporating what was like very, <clears throat> like what was very new at the time. So it's sort of like uh like on trend, and it, it they did they couldn't have known this then, right? Like. There's no way of knowing this, but like the music from mm. Clueless stands yeah. the test of time. Like it's genuinely mm. music that, like, genuinely good music that you would listen to in your car now. <laughs> so, like, I appreciate. Okay, um, Alice I would listen, listen to it. Maybe not time. everybody, but <laughs> I actually listen to most of the songs on the Clueless soundtrack. Like, I listen to in my car and. Like, there are things oh that I'm goodness. like, oh, I love that song, and then I'll click save, and then I'm like, oh, it's from Clueless. Like, 
I love it. Like, I love 90s music, though. Like, I'm hardcore 90s girl. I live for the 90s. So, like, that's, like, I I guess, again, I guess, again, it's not a fair question to ask me because I, because I live for the 90s, I'm always going to pick 90s music because it's my favorite thing in the world is 90s music. Who is the best Emma? Which version Uh is the best Emma? I like oh. the 1996 Emma with Gwyneth Paltrow because I feel like they really took the time to show a lot of the things that women could do in that one. Like they show her sewing needlepoint and they show her painting. Uh, they show her doing the riddle book and it like they all of the hobbies and or like low key yeah. occupations, I guess that you could that women could have at the at the time and still be upper class women yeah. like Emma was supposed to be. Um, they show all of they they make a point to show all of those in the ninety six Gwyneth Baltimore version. Um I I don't like the twenty twenty Emma version as much for its like I liked it all up until the proposing scene and then I was like, mm, y'all took camp a little too far. Um, but I do also like Alicia, what's her name? Alicia Silverstone. I like Alicia Silverstone. I actually think she's a pretty good Emma, um, because she's a smart matchmaker, um, who maybe doesn't seem smart, like on first reading, um, but has a lot of skills and ends up finding Paul Rudd. So, um... Both 90s versions for me beat out the 2020 <laughs> version. Uh, uh, only for Emma as a specific character. I will say, for me, I'm going to say, I'm mm-hmm. going to agree and say, Gwyneth Paltrow's Emma is my favorite. And the reason I say that is because I feel like hmm. she is the exact right amount of sympathetic. I feel like... Um, in Clueless, we love Cher mm. too much. Like for me personally, I loved her too much, and I wanted to be her, and I just like thought she was a delight. And so, like even when she fucked up, like I couldn't, yeah. I could never really see the flaw with her, right? Even whenever it was supposed to clearly be a flaw, because I just loved her. And I don't know if that's it, that's not even like a fair statement to make as far as like in general because like obviously I was watching it it was a really impressionable time and I hadn't read the book yet and I was like a little kid, um so yeah so like it was just like one of those things where it was it I I was almost like too forgiving of her and I think it's important with Emma to be able to like really see her flaws because that's like the whole point of her character is how she grows and realizes like the 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 privileges she has and how that shapes her perception mm. of reality and it also shapes her responsibility to those around her and so I think we get a lot more of that in the 1996 version because she is lovable but she's also flawed and you recognize that and you feel like angry and hurt by her even though you're a viewer so I think she's mm-hmm. the best version but I still love Cher Horowitz in Clueless um, I will say I did not Which at one? all 2020? like this Emma. And I like that actress. And I think she's talented. And I think she did exactly what she was. Yes. I think she did exactly what she was asked to do. Mm. Uh, but I, she, she was I just, like absolutely my least favorite Emma ever. <laughs> like, I just didn't love her as Emma. 
I love so much about that. Like, it's not the movie in general. Like, it's just Emma specifically. She's my least favorite Emma. Because I didn't, I didn't like Emma at all. Yeah. I thought she was, like, a spoiled little bitch. Which, like, technically Emma is a spoiled little bitch. But, like, but, but to make it work, you have to care about her. You have to want her to be better. Mm. You have to see In the land grow. of Austin, yeah. And we, I don't feel like we, we really, really ever don't see the growth that you would expect that from. In the 2020. From an Austin heroine. Yeah. No, 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 and so that's why she's my least I know favorite. I feel really bad saying that, but it looks like our favorite adaptation is Gwyneth Paltrow right now. <laughs> I mean, okay, we reserve the right to change our opinion after mm. we watch the Kate Beckinsale version, probably. I feel like maybe okay, we should tell you that we have not watched the Kate Beckinsale. We should just reiterate we have not watched the Kate Beckinsale version. Um. And no. now that we have watched all these have things, we're going it. to plan a Kate Beckinsale and Austin episode. Uh, Chris will definitely be on board. So we're going to just make this yes. happen. I don't know when because we're going to do. Yeah. You know, what would be really fun is if we could live. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we should all get together when we're allowed to be around each other again. And um, you like live and tweet and maybe and like live update our things about it and like live all like live tweet it with yeah. our with our uh listeners, no no we're up to like seven and then, we're all seven um all four of them <laughs> i think we have four okay so we could do that and also if there's like a version that we haven't talked about <laughs> that you feel like okay obviously ellis haven't talked about Brady. please <laughs> oh please adopt Please adopt me, Canada. I want to come there. I'll live for you. Okay, so. Uh, okay. Canada. Okay, so. Especially right now. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, if there's a version that we haven't mentioned that you think we should watch, like, let us know. And we should do definitely a live tweet. Uh, all of us together watching it, live tweeting it. it would be great. Yeah. Unless I you mean, know, no, I mean, case, but maybe there's right some now. other adaptation. Like maybe Party you really want us to watch Jesus. Austin Land, <laughs> um, or I don't know what else. What else we got going on? Whether it, Weathering Heights, we did debate doing Weathering we'll Heights for want. this one, um, or um, mm, mm. What was the one other we no we weren't gonna do we did debate doing Mother and Little there Women. There's one that we were seriously like considering besides Little Emma. Women. Little Women, yeah. Oh, Little Women. Oh, accidentally, it was we definitely on purpose. Got real drunk in a movie theater watching that all three of us yeah. together. No, yeah, yeah. We, we were double fisting. The, the not part, once, but it was like thrice an AMC during that movie. theater in the middle of the <laughs> fucking day, and we. <laughs> I know. I know. It was the middle of that afternoon in our drunk We walked out. We were like, like we need six beers. Like, we were just right the fuck now. I saw a meme online that was like, <laughs> that's um, you meet a girl and she has a good job and she's, um, she's like smart or whatever. And then you're like, it, it, you know, she's got her shit together. And then you're like, what's wrong with this? Like, why is she so single? And then she asks you to start getting drunk as fuck at 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. And you're like, oh, there it is. And I was like, um, false. What's actually true is that 
my friends who both yes. have children and I do not can only get fucked that's up. That's when we go to the movie theater. And that's when we go to the movie theater. Two beers at three different <laughs> intervals. I definitely get Cause two drugs in the movie theater. <laughs> Cause a scene. I know. Uh, we were cheering. We were Here, cheering we on Cersei Rogan. Like, like we were nachos. there for Joe like, <laughs> and Little Women. What's the okay. thing? Listen, and the thing is, the thing that's important <laughs> is we're not even. We're not even all oh. jokes. Like I'm a Joe. You're a Meg. You are okay. A Meg. I'm a. I'm like and a Hermione. No, Meg. you are a Meg. Everybody loves Meg. Why are you gonna be mad at Meg? Okay. Um. Yeah, but like a like a Hermione Meg. You a Meg, girl. You a Meg. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, so you're brutal. Meg, and whatever makes you feel good. You're a Meg, and then there's. I, know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm. I'm just. I didn't read Harry Potter. Remember? So you're a Meg, and well, then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris is an Amy, and so. <laughs> I mean, this this Amy in the real. newest one uh, was who, no, outstanding. No real outstanding. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Chris is only. And definitely Amy. not Chris like, and not Dunst, Amy. Elizabeth Taylor. Not that. Amy, no. Who's awful. Um, she's brilliant. She's. Yeah. No. She. Okay. No. She's only. Yeah. So, new version that we went to see. There she's you go. The, so Chris is the new Amy. Uh, you are the new <laughs> mate, and I am always the chick. Okay, so, all right. Because <laughs> fuck your shit. Anyway, I'm always okay. in, I'm, I'm always in trouble for being me. Anyway, so <laughs> too much. And then we watched it, and we're still like we're cheering along with everybody. We're I fucking know. all about us and Aunt March being a bitch. Like we were into it, and like okay, at like that point it was, it was like it's it was like twelve thirty. All people, right, it was like the other four people in the movie theater <laughs> were not into us. <laughs> The other right. four people who are not they who can not they can sit us, down like, we're ready to do some serious analysis <laughs> with six beers <laughs> in our system okay sorry we're right <laughs> and we be like, do, you re- do you remember how we found out <laughs> yes absolutely. <laughs> absolutely that's how i'll win the book <laughs> i know i know but the good news is all six us. of our listeners love us so much. Oh. It's going to be great. <laughs> we should do a Little Women episode. All right. Maybe a little. If you Okay. You guys let us know on the socials. If you want us to do the Little Women episode, we can do. Um, if you want, we can do all three of us having read the book and then like maybe a couple of adaptations or we can do another episode like this. We can do two episodes. Movies, we can do a book. Different and movies, movie uh, adaptations, whatever you want. Let us know. If you want to donate to our if you, I'm going to up the ante. I'm going to up the ante. If you buy us a drink on our Patreon page, we will live cheers you in our episode. If you want, if you want, we will we will name you Oh yeah, we'll definitely give you a shout out. You can even pick up. <gasps> listen, what? as Alice, the resident bartender, I'll let you pick. Your okay, drink. I don't. All right, fuck. we're gonna get I'll shitty do you want. based on whatever I'm, drink I'm you say. I'm pissing myself out hard on this. <laughs> 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 whatever you want, All whatever right. you want, baby, I got you. <laughs> okay. Speaking of creepy, can you that. wrap us I hate up? Baby, it's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, okay. we gotta stop now. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, we are done. We are too drunk to continue. Okay. So basically, there's that. Um, we do want to thank all of yeah, you. Yeah, otherwise, we just sound super weird. you drinking with us today. I sincerely hope you were drinking with us because otherwise, this is not bearable. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at, at PHDrunkPodcast. You can also go over to our Patreon page at www.patreon slash podcast, and you can buy us a drink so that we can keep drowning our hashtag existential despair. Thanks, as always, to Anchor for helping I mean, us yeah. make this podcast, even though we suck at technology. Okay, and life be in nice, be uh, nice. Well, a few of us are better than others. Oh, okay, so. sure. Uh, <laughs> I was saying you sure. versus me, you're better. Shut up. You're raising, like, legit people to be good, and I'm doing nothing. I'm doing fuck all with my Netflix. Anyway. <laughs> I say Netflix to be classy. It's really bravo. Anyway. <laughs> so join us next time so that we can actually finally chat about Mary Barton by Elizabeth Gaskell, which is Chris's pick, and we miss her, and we can't wait for her to be back. And we are excited about Mary Barton because we know it's going to get better after all the death. Anyway, Mo- uh, movies that's down? it for us. So... Movies down? Books down? Alright, bottoms up by the way. Movies bottoms down? Bottoms up, down? here we go. Whatever. Movies up. Bottoms up, bitches. We'll see you in two weeks. Or- <laughs>